Hi, the podcast in the beginning will begin in just a few moments. I just want to let you know that I've been getting some great feedback, which I really appreciate, from clients who have ordered Hebrew names on parchment or Hebrew biblical verses on parchment. And these have been for birthdays, uh, for thank yous, people thanking one another for helping them out during this challenging corona time, and also wedding gifts. And uh, just want to let you know that included with the price now is free uh, delivery using DHL. DHL is an express courier delivery service, international. They're, they're one of the best, if not the best in the world. Very, very fast. And that's how we're shipping them out now. Just want to let you know so that from the time the order is completed, it doesn't, doesn't take very long for it to get to you or to wherever you want it to go. So just wanted to let you know about that. If you have any questions, you can either reach me through our website at sacredscrolls.net or you can send me an email at shmuel at sacredscrolls.net. Shalom, and welcome to In the Beginning. My name is Shmuel Bowman, and I am a Torah scribe. I'll tell you something. I did graduate studies many, many, many years ago at the University of Waterloo in Canada, and I studied uh, gerontology, which was a multidisciplinary approach to the field of aging, the study of the field of aging. And included in our studies was the study of epidemiology, which was very heavy in statistics. And um, the, the head of the department, the head of the gerontology department, also taught epidemiology. And his name was Professor Bill Forbes of Blessed Memory. This is a man who, for a, over a period of two years, I really just spent so much time with. I learned so much from him. He's an older gentleman, and he just, he just, you know, the kind of person that just, you know, oozes wisdom and knowledge. And also, he was quite a character. And when I picture him in my mind, I see him in his office, always puffing away on his pipe. In those days, you could... <laughs> smoke indoors and uh and he he was just fantastic and he had a sign on his office door again he's coming from a background in statistics and the sign on his office door read data data or data data everywhere but not a thought to think right it's kind of a play on that uh um, on that rhyme, water, water, everywhere, but not a drop to drink. So this is data, data, everywhere, but not a thought to think. And his message was always, you know, there's going to be a lot of information out there and it's going to look really good and really reliable, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's any wisdom to it. And he really promoted the idea of questioning and questioning and questioning and never accepting 
uh, what people just kind of like decide to tell you and write about. Everything needed to be investigated. And I thought that was, at the time, I thought that was a very innovative idea. Living in a world where people just kind of like nodded their head and kind of went, oh, yeah, okay, you know, go along with it. And I've really owned that philosophy my entire life. Uh, sometimes it drives people a little bit crazy. Um, and I'm not sorry for it because I think it's important to always ask questions, investigate things further. And just because things are packaged nicely and look nice, you know, doesn't mean that there's any substance to them. So with that in mind, I want to take us to the last few passages of the book of Genesis. The last few passages of the, of the book of Genesis are extremely dramatic. I mean, this is the stuff that I'm sure if Hollywood, I'm sure Hollywood has made movies about this. And it's just, you know, the original script, however, is right there in the Bible. And I want to take us right to the very, very last two verses. This is where Joseph is surrounded at his deathbed by his brothers. And I'm looking at Genesis chapter 50, verse 25. He has his brothers around him and he, he makes them swear. He makes them promise that when it's time to get out of Egypt, when it's time, when God, you know, takes notice of of us, you know, um, when God realizes that it's, um, or when it's time for us to leave this place. So he says, you promise me that you should uh, carry up my bones from here. I don't want to be, I don't want to be buried here. No, none of this. Don't put me in no grave or pyramid or anything. I'm not, I'm not hanging around here in Egypt. It's very, very clear. I don't want to be here. Where does he want to be? He wants to be ultimately interned, buried, rest in the land of Israel. But it's not going to happen at this moment. And verse 26, and Joseph died at the age of 110 years old. And he was embalmed and placed in a coffin in Egypt. And that's where the story comes to an end as far as the first book of the Bible is concerned. So it, it, it seems from the basic plain reading that Joseph dies and he's embalmed. In other words, his body is preserved with, with spices and with different potions and whatever it is that's going to keep the body preserved. This is what they did in Egypt and it's still a practice that's not done in Jewish funerals, but it is a practice that is done around the world. And then the idea would be, and then he was placed in a coffin in Egypt, kind of some kind of a, a box that is going to be sticking around for a while. And our rabbis teach us that actually he was embalmed in the very same casket that he would be remaining in. In other words, it wasn't like he was embalmed in some embalming you know, studio. And then they said, okay, put him in a casket. No, he's literally embalmed in the very same casket that he would remain in. Other teachings tell us that he actually chose and selected the casket that he would be remaining in during his lifetime, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, this is somebody who was an excellent planner. And it makes sense that he had these things all set up. And what that says to me is that he was not 
planning on being lost. He did not want the, the casket to accidentally get buried somewhere or stored somewhere. He wants to make sure that the the same process of being embalmed and being placed in this casket would literally happen at the same time. It would be the same experience. Why? Well, it speaks to the fact that this casket is now going to be in the consciousness of everybody uh, in Egypt, and especially in the consciousness of the nation of Israel, that people are going to walk by this casket and they're going to say, hey, uh, wow, this is really different. This is something we have not seen before. Usually when somebody dies, they're buried like that's where they're going to be remaining forever. And yet this one has a certain kind of a temporariness to it. There's something about this, there's a message about this burial place that is not permanent. There's a message that's attached to Joseph's last will and testament that says, I'm not sticking around here. Not only am I not sticking around here, but none of us are sticking around here. There's going to come a time, maybe not now, but some point in time, when we're leaving here, and when we do, you're picking up these bones and we're getting out of here. You're taking me to the land of Israel. What a powerful message that is. Now, I don't know what the setup of this temporary casket was. Like, I don't know, was it in a park? You know, was it, you know, was there, was there, a, was there a, a, a snack bar nearby and benches? Could, would people go there and like visit and hang out there? I don't know. Was there a, was there a kind of like a, a uh, light and sound show nearby that would be kind of like an interpretive explanation about what was going on. I don't know. Was there a little museum connected to this? I have no idea. Were there books and pamphlets that were going to describe what, what you were seeing and what you were doing? I, the Torah, the Bible doesn't tell us these things. I'm only guessing and surmising that this would have been something that everybody Okay, everybody in the in the nation of Israel would have known about, and they would have it would have been like, oh yeah, yeah, and 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 they would have known about from generation to generation. People would have said, oh yeah, you see that? That's the temporary uh, casket of Joseph, and like, yeah, yeah, and it's not meant to be buried, and inside is a well preserved Joseph who one day either me or you or somebody is going to pick up and take to the land of Israel. It makes me think about the power of leaving a message, the power of having that kind of an impact on other people long after, long after that person's gone. So that's kind of why I was thinking of Professor Bill Forbes and that message that even though he's parted from us long ago, um, that message still resonates today. The message that Joseph is sending to everybody in Egypt that this isn't permanent. Don't get used to this place. And when times get really, really, really bad, know and believe that we have a way out of here and you're taking me with you. So I'd like to ask a question, something that you may want to think about. And the question is, was there someone that you knew that's now parted, who left a lingering message 
that means something important in your life today. So perhaps you may want to think about that. If you'd like to send me your answers, your responses, I'd love to hear them. And you can get in touch with me through uh, our website at sacredscrolls.net at the contact page, or you can shoot me an email at shmuel, that's S-H-M-U-E-L, at sacredscrolls.net. Would you like to have your favorite Bible verse as it was originally written? Or give someone you love a special gift? Shmuel will create a Hebrew Bible verse of your choice on parchment in the traditional Torah scribal form. The parchment is set in a handcrafted wood frame in a choice of hues and silhouetted by an original design paper cut depicting the unforgettable Jerusalem skyline. The paper cut is offered in three exquisite colors, midnight blue, burgundy wine, and desert beige. Please visit our website, sacredscrolls.net. Oh, there's one more thing I want to share with you, and that is that I had my corona vaccine today, the Pfizer vaccine. So it's in two parts. So I had part one today, and the next one is scheduled for January the 22nd. And I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful for this. And I really um, I really hope that every, each and every one of you, uh, if you haven't had your shot yet, that you'll have it soon. And um, looking forward to getting past this, moving on. Okay, be well. Please join me every week for new ideas. And uh, let's share these secrets together. Shalom. I'm Shmuel Bowman. Beginning is produced by Sacred Scrolls. You can subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music. If you have any questions or comments, please be in touch through our website at sacredscrolls.net. Thank you for listening.